You know, you know the crazy thing about that situation. By the way, like you, you said, you you've lived in LA. Yeah. Like LA's always felt little spooky to me. And just tell me, and, and it's fine. You tell me if, if, if it's just me being pussy. But like, just <laughs> LA, I think I think because we, 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 LA is synonymous with the death of Biggie, death of Pac. Yeah. Um, and it's I think it's just so much where like. Niggas might be like ganged up other places, but I've never seen yo gang culture over there. It's just that shit's so serious. Crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I went through some shit when I first first like was having in LA with some niggas from Grape Street. These my niggas to this day. You feel me? Uh, O three Greedo and them. Yeah. You feel me? They try to do some type of shit, but they seen that I wasn't on that shit. You feel me? Like yeah. they try to approach me on some cool shit, but I I'm just knowing too much. I'm from the trenches too, so I'm just like not. Painted. I'm not. I'm not taking it lightly. You know what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm clutching and all that. Like I'm like, bro, what is y'all niggas trying to do? Like I'm going off of the energy. Fuck what you're saying right now. I know what you're saying, but it's like I'm getting it too. You feel me? Like I'm not slow. I'm not no fucking dickhead. It's like, what's going on, bro? Like what y'all trying to do? Like yeah. and when they peep, they're like, oh no, this nigga ain't no fuck nigga. Like you know some shit. Like we really could fuck with this nigga. Like on some yeah. real shit. And when they peeped it, like they started like getting a little bit more lackadaisical. And it's like, all right. We could talk, you feel me? And they try to test me, like, on some test me shit. Like, yeah. they was just like, yeah, come to the hood, you feel me? Like, come oh, up yeah, to, the hood. Come to the hood. I went to the hood, you <laughs> feel me? With all, with strapped up, you feel me? Like, I went with my niggas. Like, it was like three of us, and we wasn't crazy Why? deep. Because I just be wanting niggas to know, like, Nigga, I'm like y'all. I'm, I'm just like y'all, bro. You feel me? Like, I'm just like you. I came from the trenches, and I want niggas to, like, I'm, I don't know yeah, why I used to be like that. It's that respect right It's there. like, yeah, I don't, I don't know why I used to always have that. Like, everywhere I go, I wanted to touch the hood. Like, And it's also to kind of let them know, like, yo, y'all built from the same topic. Because, yeah, because sometimes people, they'll judge off, they'll think that, oh, it's only niggas that come from where we at built yeah, like this. And yeah, no kizzy. So when they seen that, though, them niggas respect the hand. They like, oh, no, this nigga PNB coming different. You know how many niggas that we didn't ask? Had the same conversation with and told him to pull up to the block. And yeah. them niggas said he was gonna come to the block. Zach and them niggas ain't never at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> them niggas never pulled Two weeks up. Ago. <laughs> yeah, Roddy Rich said the same shit when I pulled up the Roddy Rich projects. Two different times before Roddy Rich was even like yeah. super heavy. It was like, damn, bro, you just came out here like it was just me and him. Me and him went to the projects. And he like, bro, like you, you ain't got no security or none of that shit. Tripping. And it's like, bro, I got security, but I don't got security. You feel me? Like yeah, 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 I be yeah. on my shit too. You feel me? So. I be on angles. I'm already watching everything that's going on, so it's gonna be kind of hard for you to get in because I used to do the same shit. Like, that probably gives you a lot of like respect and shit like that. Yeah, niggas fuck with that for sure. But I know like, LA's gotten just weird and and like I think during the pandemic I was just hearing too much stories like niggas yeah, getting niggas watches taken off. Somebody tried me on Fairfax like like mid pandemic. But it was Why like they another so one. Of, I don't know. I guess because niggas be sweet. You feel me? And niggas they just. You niggas see me with my family and nigga, they think I'm just out here lacking. You know what I'm saying? So it would be one of those type of situations. So we're like niggas. Yo, I hear that just walking up to niggas in like broad daylight, like it was give me your chain. Like I'm like, yo, yo niggas try me on something. It'd be like every time. Are they trying to take your jewelry or something? I don't know, but it'd be like, I be on shit and I'm not where I'm from, we like sneaky criminals. Like <laughs> yeah. in LA it's like they bold. It's like they want you to know, they want you to they want to spark a conversation with you first before they get into some shit. Some of them, some of them might just Go crazy. Like, I know some niggas like that too. They might not even, they might be on their sneaky shit too. But the majority of the times I got into some shit, it was like they just gave their drop up too fast. You feel me? So the second time I got into some shit, it was like niggas was just talking loud as shit. Wanting me to hear their conversation. And it's like, I'm with my peoples. Like, I'm with my, my, my daughter and my girl. Like, why are they talking about this gangster shit? Like, this one, like, we outside, we on Fairfax. I'm like, man, you know, I already peed the bliss. We out. Gangsters out there on Fairfax? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm on Fairfax right now. <laughs> so I'm like, man, we out of here. You feel me? Like, we gone. My girl, like, no, nah, we ain't. I'm like, I'm just going off of the vibes. Like, we out. Is, is she peeping the energy? Because I'm going to see you on point. Yeah, she ain't peeping. She was thinking that's I'm tripping. about women sometimes. She be thinking man. I'm tripping. So, in a mix of all this, I'm like, no, nah, we out. So she peeped it. I'm serious. She's like, no, nah, we out. We drive probably like two blocks down the street. She thinking this shit a game. She pulled over somewhere else. Like, oh, I wanted to go to this store right here. And then in a mix of me, like, telling her, like, where the park at, it's like somebody just came fast as shit and took the parking spot, like, the same spot that we yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, they must have been following me or something, bro. How the fuck this car get behind me this <laughs> yeah. fast? Like, I ain't even look. I look back and that shit was there quick as shit. And then when I walked past, like, the car bombed out. Like, this shit tended to the max. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting all this heat coming from the car, though. Like, I'm feeling the energy coming from the car. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Who that car? Like, you know, some other shit. 
I ain't going to the store for two seconds. The same people coming from out the car, hopping the store, hype as shit. See some gang banging shit, like some set of my, I don't know what they say. This is some shit all out. Set tripping. But it was like, son, that I'm not that I recognize the energy. You feel me? I'm like, what? You feel me? Like, he like started talking to me with some gangs and shit. Like, I'm like, bro, do you know me? Like, you know me from somewhere? He like, nigga, yeah, I know you is. Trying to get me to like get into some shit. So I'm like, man, I flagged him off and I just walked out the store. Lifestyle Podcast. Man, it's been a long time, hasn't it? It's been, it's been a while since I heard my voice. I mean, it's been a while since 
we last spoke with each other, we last, you know, spent some time together, took a mental break with each other, you know, locked in with each other, man. Um, just want to say, you know what I mean? A lot has been going on these past, this past month I've been gone. Um, I've been, basically this, this whole, this whole episode is basically just to, just to give you a little taste of, you know, how I've been feeling, where my head is at, where, where, where I've been at, what I've been doing. Where my head has been at. And, you know what I mean? Just give y'all a little update all around. Talk about a couple things that's been happening since I've been gone. I'm going to touch on a couple things. Um, first thing first, man, I miss y'all, man. I miss talking to y'all. I miss, you know, the feedback. I miss, you know, you know I, I always look at this as a form of therapy for me. I look at this as a form of a place where... I can just sit down, turn the mic on, put the headphones on, press record, and, you know, tell y'all how I really feel. I'm not, you know, not being judged, you know, not hearing no backlash, not hearing no opinions. It's just me and my thoughts. And, you know... That's what I really miss the most out of, you know, doing this, you know. Since I've been gone, you know, I've been... It's not like I just said, you know, I'm not doing this no more. It's over. I honestly ran out of words to say. I honestly didn't know what to say, how to say it, and where it was coming from. Um, I... I fell into a bit of a depression mentally. Um, I just didn't know. It was more so with myself, within myself. And it has nothing to do with, you know, me creating content for the most part. It has something to do with just, you know, me believing in energy, believing in manifesting, believing in the power of the tongue, and I felt like how I was feeling for those two to three weeks, um, I really, I needed to take a break from speaking, from letting my voice be heard, because It's a lot for me, you know. I'm trying to not give y'all the PC version, you know. I just want to be honest. I just felt like it's a lot of death going on. Um, a lot of people are being killed. People being killed at schools. People being killed in restaurants. People being killed in front of their children, in front of their wife, in front of their girl, in front of their husband, mother. It's just been a lot going on. It's just like, you know, you're living in this world and you every five, you know, every other day you pick up your phone, you see RIP. With the angels, you see, you know, sending my condolences, prayers out to your family, prayers out to, you know, friends, you know, that could really put you inside of a, a depression, you know, and you don't even probably realize that you just down, like, I could, I just, I was trying to understand and keep, keep my morale up and keep the understanding of the true meaning of life, and I fell into a deep sadness, you know, because it's people that are my age that are that are gone, you know, that are being killed, 
over senseless shit. Not even just my age, but for this particular situation, my age. You know, if you're not from my from where I am, my hometown, um, since I've been away, um, we recently had um, a, sh- a shooting within college campus where I believe seven people were injured and I believe that two or two passed away. Um, I know one for a fact passed away and um, she was a follower of mine. I followed her as well. She was a supporter of mine and you know that you know I didn't know her personally you know but it felt like I did you know because that could have been anybody that could have been anybody you know right when I found out what happened um I was out of town I was in DC when this happened you know I'm gonna touch on that in a minute but I I touched I, I text a few you know women that you know I I'm close to and know me personally and I and you know I had a, like I had this gut feeling in my stomach that one of those people were there and turned to find out they were going to be at that location, but they decided not to go last second because they had a gut feeling as well. And believe it or not, you may not realize this, but seeing people like die or seeing or hearing about people dying and how they die and you seeing it posted everywhere, it's psychological warfare. It's traumatizing. It's it's real tricky mental, you know, fortitude. Like it's real it's not just one definition to it. It's a whole bunch of things that that equal a, a, a mental depression. You know, I'm physically fine. Go to the gym every day, go to work every day, go to school every day, you know, I gotta you know, man, put a smile on my face and just, you know, but within myself, my energy and my mindset and the words it just didn't feel right personally you know speaking and posting content and I'm not myself you know um, like you heard in the intro PNB Rock. Um, rest in peace to PNB Rock, who was gunned down around 48 hours ago um, in Los Angeles. Um, he was having, I guess, he was having lunch or dinner with his um, with his girlfriend, and she posted, you know, a picture of her plate and the location: Wasco's Chicken and Waffles. Um, and you know, shortly after that, about an hour later, PNB Rock was pronounced dead. Um, it's hard, man. It's tough because we all inspire to be successful. We all look at things with a green light. We all look at things as if all it's gonna, you know, be okay. It's gonna be like this, you know. And the one thing that that came to my mind throughout this this time I was gone, and that the, this quote kept running through my head, was the best, the greatest blessing that you will ever receive is the is the ability to go back home. We, we we as humans, as humanity, we take for granted the fact that we can come back home. Because it's people today that walked out their house today and they didn't come back home. 
we take it for granted. We think automatically, oh yeah, I come, I I come home later tonight, or I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna come home later, or I'll get back to it, or it'll be there when I get back. And in actuality, for some people, that's not the case, sadly. And it got me to thinking, you know. It's not even a war against them anymore. Like the 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 most importantly, it's a war against us. Like I always say, self. We have been psychologically, physically, emotionally, spiritually abused for so many years that through generations upon generations, it trickled down into those leftover fingers that we, that we're pointing at the white man, we're pointing with our one finger to the white man. Those three fingers pointing back at us are now starting to bite us in the ass. I mean, it's been biting us in the ass for the last two generations, I would say. Two to three generations. Our moms and our grandparents, that's those generations, and then us. So the last two or three generations, we've become crabs in a barrel. We've become people that, you know, want to take instead of, you know, admiring, applauding, appreciating, celebrating, acknowledging greatness. You know, we come from, we, we live in environments where most of us that are black minorities, we come up in an environment where we're less than, we don't have as much. We, you know, we glorify celebrities. We, we, we worship celebrities. We worship people that are rich. We want to be rich. We aspire to be successful, have a big family, big house, big cars, have all, give our mom a house, a car. You know, our parents, you know, make sure our grandparents good, make sure our kids is good. We all inspire, inspire to be that. But what about the people that that have that, that have that by any means necessary mentality as in not towards the white man or not towards them, but towards us. We're the only race that can't be successful. Think about it. You don't see Adam Sandler getting robbed you don't see Steve Martin or Eminem getting robbed. You don't see, like, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Like, you don't see these type of people just getting robbed, killed, murdered in plain sight. But you see Pop Smoke, you see King Von, you see PNB Rock. You see um, Nipsey, Tupac, Biggie, Big L. You want me to keep going? Marvin Gaye. I can keep going for days. You know what I mean? Like Young Dolph, Mo3, Marlo. This is all off the top of my head, yo. And it it gets to the point to where we, as black people, what what are we supposed to do? Like, you know, what I mean, we 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 work so hard to get to that point to where we are eligible to take care of our families, you know, like a PNB rock. We get so we work so hard to 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 to, to get to the point that we, we can take care of our families, and it comes to the point of time where it's just like, man, is it even worth it? Like having all the fame, the money, the, the everything. Yeah, that's good, but what about the bad? What about the people that hate you, that don't even know you? What about the people that want to kill you just because of the neighborhood you're from? What about the people that want to kill you and take from you and take your jewelry, take your cars, take your house, kill you just because they want what you got? 
instead of appreciating it and valuing it and that and running up on you or if they're going to run up on you, run up on you, ask you a question. No. Well, instead of doing that, they pull out guns and they kill our black leaders. They kill our fathers. You know what I mean? They kill our mothers. They kill somebody's future grandfather, future grandmother. They're killing somebody's dad. In plain sight. In broad daylight. And we live in a we live in an era where it's cool to troll. We live in an era where it's cool to desensitize humanity. It's cool to do that. It's cool to sit here and release a video of PNB Rock sitting in his own blood. Sitting, laying in his own blood. Dead. It's cool to do that nowadays. People clicking it, watching the video. It's, it's cool. It gets likes. But what about humanity? What about respect? What about dignity? What about energy? What about spirituality? You don't think that you're going to reap what you sow? Listen, man. When you get in that life of street life, it don't matter what the fuck you do besides that. Once you indulge in the street life, you can go ahead and be rich. You could be a rapper. You could be a singer. You could be, you know, a crypto investor, entrepreneur. But at the end of the day, you will always be streets. You'll always be related to the streets because it's always going to be those people that you used to hang out with that are still there and they hate you. Because like Boosie said, a girl listening to your music. A kids is listening to your music or watching your highlights. They want to buy your jersey. They want to buy your shoes. They want to buy your album. They want to go to your concert. A girl is wanting to go to your concert. So at the end of the day, they building up hatred towards you. Why? Because you got what they don't got. Because you went out and busted your ass and monetized your God-given ability. And they can't do that because they stuck in their ways and they stuck a crab in bar- crab in a barrel mentality. And I'm sorry to say, but it's just not just it's not just you know white people killing us. Like you know what I mean? Like it's more so us. The first step in solving ever all this bullshit. It's to realizing that we are important. And we are the most important people within ourselves, within our community. You know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? I lived in the hood. I used to hang around dudes that was just like, I mean, the dudes that these rappers used to hang around in the streets. I used to hang around them. I used to want to be associated with them. I used to look up to them. They were older than me. I used to look up to them. But most of them dudes, damn near all of them, are still living in the exact same neighborhood that I lived in back then. Ten plus years ago, I'm 20, about to turn 21. They still live there, doing the same thing. I mean, and it's to the point to where now, is it even safe to go anywhere? You get to the point to where now you got motherfuckers going to Walmart, shooting up Walmarts. You got people going to schools, shooting up schools. You got people going to parties, college parties, shooting up college parties. You got people shooting up Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Like, what are we, what are we doing? It's to the point to where now everybody is going to have to carry a gun. Everybody is going to have to carry a gun. It's getting to that point now. To where even if you're not successful, people will still be on bullshit. You can still... It's not even... Success is... Is like I always say, success is subjective. So, you can you can have a nice whip, have a have a uh, a beautiful family, have a nice girl, beautiful girl. You know what I mean, and beautiful relationship, beautiful kids. And at the end of the day, these motherfuckers don't care because they looking at your chain on your neck. They looking at that hundred thousand dollar ring you got on your on your finger. You know what I mean? It's like, at the end of the day, the, 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 the demise of all these artists, 
of all these people. Fuck that artist shit. Of all these people. Are because. Of the crab and the bear mentality. Are because of pride. It's because of people that. Don't want to put in the work. It's because of people that are afraid. Of themselves. They're. 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 They don't, they're cowards. They don't even know who they are. They look in the mirror. They see a fucking failure. Excuse me if I'm if I'm if I sound a little angry. If I sound a little irritated, I don't have a docket. I don't have a plan. I don't have a book. I don't have topics to talk about. When I tell you that I've been mentally struggling the past month with this shit, I'm saying that shit for a reason. Nobody else knows this but but me. This is my first time saying it. On this platform. On my platform. And I don't, I'm not saying none of this shit so you can feel bad or so you can be like, are you okay? I'm saying it so you can listen to me, so you can relate, so you can think. I mean, like, when you really sit back and you start looking at, you know, things from a different point of view, and you start thinking like, man, someday it's not going, you know, I'm not, you know, someday I'm not going to return home. And in the grand scheme of things, man, we all deep down inside, we know that. But it's in the matter of keeping our spirituality intact, keeping our energy intact, cherishing every moment, cherishing the memories, making memories. You know, that's what it's really all about, man. Because at this point, we're desensitized to this shit. It's to the point to where now, it's been to this point, man. It's been to this point. To where you people die, you just post a picture on your Instagram feed. And that's it. People don't give a fuck. But at the end of the day, man, like, what if that was one of your cousins? I'm pretty sure PNB Rock was somebody's cousin, was somebody's brother. Was, he was damn sure somebody's father, somebody's boyfriend. You know what I mean? He was somebody's son. Like, come on, man. Like, we getting to the point to where now our mothers and our fathers is burying their children. It should be the other way of fucking around, bro. And it's, it's, it's a real travesty and it's an embarrassment in the black community because you don't see no other race having these fucking problems with us. Yeah, you can go ahead and pick out a couple of certain instances, but I can pick out a 50 to 100 different instances where it's black on black celebrities getting killed or, you know, creators, influencers getting killed. Free, innocent bystanders getting killed. People that just, you know, people that have parents that sent them to school for education and they wind up getting killed at a college party because somebody... Probably had a little bit too much to drink. It was too bit and too hostile, and it was, and, and, and they was feeling some type of way. They wanted to, you know, be macho, and they wound up killing and injuring multiple people on a campus. To where we're coming over here to get a degree to better our lives, but they taking our lives. What are you going to do to protect you and yours? What are you going to do to to change this shit? What are you going to do to to make sure or to try to make sure it ain't you? Because I'm telling you y'all the music you listen to things you see on Instagram the things you see on TikTok the things you listen to that you digest are all part of manifestation.
I have a problem with this as well. That's why certain artists I can't listen to sometimes. I have to take a break from listening to them. Or I just can't listen to them at all for a period of time. I mean, because their lyrics and what they say is just, it's so real. But it's to the point to where it's like, all right, bro. I don't want to think about this shit right now. I'm too young. I don't want to think about this right now. Why are we thinking, why are we talking like this? The artist that I'm listening to is my age. He's around my age, my age group, my generation. And he's rapping like that. And it's like, you get, it gets you to thinking, man. It's just, I remember this one moment, man. I was, I was sitting down. I was watching Fred Hampton um, documentary. It was on HBO Max. And I was sitting there and I, I was thinking, I was like, man, they killed Fred Hampton at 20 years old, 21 years old. I'm 20, 21 years old. If they, if like, I just got to thinking, I'm like, they killed him for speaking the truth. They killed him because they were afraid of him. They killed him because he wasn't like the rest. They killed him because he was a rebel. They, they killed him. Keyword, they. But now fast forward to 2020, 2021, 2022, 2019, Nipsey Hussle, Pop Smoke, King Von, Mo3, Young Dog, p Rock. You know what they all got in common? Marlo, um, you know what they all got in common? They all got killed by a black person. Now, you know how many people I just named, you know? And I'm not trying to make this like a comparison between black and white killing us and, you know, Black, you know what I mean? I just want y'all to understand that it starts with us first. It starts with us battling, battling looking at ourselves in the mirror first and understanding this, this psychological game. They want us to kill each other. You don't understand that shit? Y'all don't understand that, bro. They want us to kill each other. They want us to 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 to, to keep decreasing our population, to, to love the hood, to love living in Section 8. To love the block in which we don't own. We sitting here glorifying Martin Luther King Boulevard. But those are the are the same streets that most killings happen. You heard Jay-Z. I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. Because MLK Boulevards are notoriously known for having so many murders and homicides. When are we going to realize this, man? Are we ever going to realize it? Are we ever going to take precaution? And really, are we ever really going to give a fuck about our lives? Or, or are we all in this social media era to where it's like, all right, it's like GCA or it's like Call of Duty. We think of the life of Respawn. It's the era of the trolls. A nigga get killed, we're going to sit here and make jokes about it. We're going to blame his girlfriend for tearing the location. We're going to blame them, blame that. But when are we going to really blame us? When are we going to take accountability? Oh, I forgot. Everybody in this world, mostly everybody in this world, don't take accountability until it's time, until it's too late, until something drastically happens in their life to take accountability, until they lose the person they love. Until they lose the thing they love, until they lose their job, until they lose their school, until they got to drop out of school, until they in debt for the rest of their life, until they want to start taking accountability, until it's too late. Until they in that jail cell looking up at the ceiling thinking, damn, I got, I got life because of a dumbass mistake I did trying to take somebody's chain. Just something to think about, people. That's been on my mind recently. That's been on my mind a lot. I mean, I don't want to make this too much of a scary, like a, a real death driven podcast. 
episode, but I'm just being honest with y'all, man. This is what's been going on in my head. This is what this is what I've been, you know, debating on saying to anybody, you know. I just wanted to open it up on here. I mean, I enjoyed, you know what I mean? It was a lot of great times as well throughout my break, you know what I mean? And, I, and y'all, I'm not saying this is me back on schedule, we back on track. But I don't take this for granted. I don't take this platform for granted. I'll be damned if I sit here and keep making the same episode for y'all. I keep saying the same shit every episode. That's just not going to happen. If I got to decrease the episode usage from two episodes a week to one, that's what I will do. Told y'all, man. Last episode y'all heard from me was right before I went to college. Right before I started class. And as you can tell, I'm pretty busy, ain't I? I haven't been, you know what I mean? I've been gone for, for, for a month. I mean, like, college has been taking up a lot of my time. Work, of course. Working out, of course. I'm really, you know, I started my bulking journey. Um, I already didn't gain one and a half pounds already. Um, well, no, two and a half pounds already. So, that's good news. Feeling good. Got a new workout split. Um, I took a trip to D.C., um, it was amazing. Um, it was a great, amazing getaway. I needed that. That was the first trip I took. Um, the whole summer, the whole year, I haven't been anywhere. I didn't go anywhere. I've been grinding. So, you know, I took, you know what I mean, uh, took the time, you know, to, to, to have a mental getaway, to have a, a time to where I focus up and I let go. And I just gather my thoughts. I enjoy being away you know what I mean and while I was in DC of course I went to go see the Washington Monument I saw the MLK statue I saw I went to the African American Museum um went to a to a few restaurants um saw the White House um, I think I said Washington Monument already um so it was just like Besides that, of course, the historic, you know, tourist attraction shit. I got a chance to 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 walk around the city. I got a chance to look at the city. I got a chance to have an opinion on life. You know, this is the nation's capital, Washington D.C., right? And they don't really tell you that homeless people and homelessness uh, is running rampant in this country. When I was down there in D.C., it was just like, besides all the, like, you know, tourist attractions, all that shit, all that bullshit, take all that away. You got the Ronald Reagan building. You got the Woodrow Wilson this. You got the Theodore Roosevelt that. You got the Franklin Roosevelt that. You got the Lincoln this. They glorify these people. Why? If you know your history, you know. You know. If you don't, you got some research to do, partner. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have these people where it's the World War II, you know, memorial you know, or World War One Memorial, Vietnam Memorial, and you got homeless people sleeping on the memorial. You got homeless people just hanging around. You know, you got thousands, thousands of people walking around, cars this away, cars that away, horns beeping, uh, food trucks, ice cream trucks, social, social, uh, uh, what is it? Private security. Because, you know, you got to guard the White House. You got undercover cops. You got police every corner. You got thousands of people walking everywhere. It's a busy place. And all I can really notice was how many homeless people there was in the nation's capital. That also got me to thinking. I mean, um, 
Where are we heading? In humanity. Is all this shit really just a game? Is all this stuff really just a facade? Is it really, like, real? Like, do people really care? You know? Like... It's just... I don't believe there should be any homeless people within two blocks that that literally sleep two blocks away from the White House. It's 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 absolutely no way. It should be people that are homeless two blocks away from the Washington Monument. It shouldn't be people that are homeless sleeping right beside the Martin Luther King. Black people, black homeless people sitting there sleeping right next to the Martin Luther King. Memorial statue, man. That doesn't that that does that make any sense to y'all? Y'all don't find that odd? Like, like, do people really care? Like they say they care. Where's all this charity donation money going? Everybody say all these rich people say they donating this to charity, donating that to charity. But I still see twice as many homeless people as I do anywhere. I'm in, I I grew up in Norfolk. The same amount, of, the same amount of people I saw in Norfolk that are homeless, which is a lot, is double what I saw in D.C., which is ridiculous. So where's all this money going? Where's all these taxes going? Where is where like? What is this? What are we doing? Do we really care? Like, what's going on with humanity? Like, as humans, do we really care, bro? I just... This is... You know what I mean? This is just something for y'all to really think about. Something for y'all to talk about within yourselves, you know? Do we really care? And if we do care, we got a hell of a way of showing it, don't we? How are we showing that we care? They building more prisons instead of more homeless shelters. They building less clinics and hospitals, but they building more jails and towers. I don't find that odd. They coming out with more misinformation, scientific facts and scientific studies and scientific experiments and just saying that it's true just because it got a a Google stamp on it. And in actuality, they got people believing shit that they don't even understand. They don't even understand the context within it. They just believe in shit just because they see it or just because they read it somewhere. When in actuality, that shit is bullshit. A lot of this stuff is cap. A lot of people believe in shit that they don't even see or that they, that they haven't seen. And it comes to the point to where, like, I see poverty. I see homeless people. I see people driving in Bentleys, Teslas, Lamborghinis. I was driving at D.C. and I pulled up to this restaurant. Dude had a Lamborghini. It was a white Lamborghini, uh, a yellow Lamborghini truck. And then I move another. I, I turn back around, make a U-turn. At the end of the at the end of the corner, I see two homeless people. Then at the end of that block, I see two more homeless people asking for change. I see another homeless person in the middle of the street with a sign asking for change. This is all on the same block. But right behind me is a Lamborghini truck. It's a Rolls Royce. It's these five-star expensive-ass restaurants. Big-ass hotels, skyscrapers. But then you got homeless people all over the block, all over D.C. I'm not trying to sit here and shit on, you know, my experience at D.C. I love the... I love the atmosphere. I love the city. You know, while I was there as a tourist, because I'm not from there. I mean, it was it was great. Have fun. But on the bright side, life ain't always about fun. You got to be real sometimes. I mean, and I just wanted to raise that question. I just wanted to, you know, say my two cents and 
share my thoughts, share my voice, and share my perspective with y'all, man. Um, I appreciate you all listening um, to this podcast today. I'm surprised. It's a surprise episode. Nobody knows that this is coming out. So I'll be getting a lot of text messages and stuff like that, DMs about the episode. So probably so. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate you all for listening. I appreciate you all for supporting me, sticking with me, even if, you know, I only get one person to listen to, listen to this. I appreciate you all for tuning in and giving me your feedback and, you know, and, and listening to me, man, and, and and believing in me. I, I told y'all, I got y'all, man. Like, I got y'all. I just had to take a mental break. We we'll back, man. Y'all should be expecting me. Hold me up to this. I will be dropping an episode at least once a week from now on. So counting this week, this is one for this week. Next week, I will be dropping another one. And we'll be getting back to schedule, you know, with at least one per week. If I do drop another one, I'll drop another one. But it, it will be for sure one a week. Okay? Um, love you guys. Um, thank you for supporting me. Um, and i see you all next time. God bless. You can't cheat the game. The game will not allow you to cheat. Either you play the game to win or you die. What's cheating the game? Let me start off this way. When I talk about image, image is the cheat code to the game. When I talk about image is the cheat code to the game, understand something. Image is the cheat code to the game. It's not cheating the game. See, when you use your image, you just hacking the game, but you're still in the damn game. You can't get around the game. You can't get over the game. You only can go through the game. And the game will exact the cost. I'm still going to try to keep this pretty PG. The game is going to cost you something. The game is going to cost you something. You can't cheat it. You can't think you got some magical way of getting around it. Because if you're cheating the game, you're cheating yourself.